Hello, and welcome to For the Love of Self podcast. This is your host, Heather Murphy, certified embodiment coach and trauma-informed breathwork facilitator. Thank you so much for being here today. Here on this podcast, we talk about motherhood, mental health, and manifestation so that you can become the greatest version of yourself and create a life that you truly love. Today, I wanted to come on to talk about New Year's resolutions. I think that this time of year, a lot of people are setting intentions or goals or resolutions that they really want to fulfill for 2024. And a lot of the times there's a lot of statistics around this that people have a lot of goals and they go for it. And then about January 17th, they crash and burn. And I am so guilty of this because I am an overachiever in my mind, but in reality, I am a slow and steady person, I think. I tend to naturally be a sprinter, but I I know that I thrive in spaciousness and taking my time. And so I wanted to share today some of the ways that I'm setting intentions slash goals for this year. And um, I hope that it encourages you to look at setting these intentions, setting your own intentions for 2024 in a way that feels spacious, that feels safe, that feels supportive to you, where you can actually get down, um, get to the other side of 2024 and feel like you did really well and that you did the things that you said you were. So you built trust with yourself. You're being in alignment with who you authentically are. And so let's get started. Before I get started, actually, I wanted to say real quick that I am still doing coffee dates. So if you don't know what that is, I love to interview mothers. And so I would love to buy you a coffee. I'll send you like a $10 gift card to Starbucks or if there's somewhere else that I can buy an online gift card for you for your local coffee place, let me know. And basically, we get on a Zoom call for 20 to 30 minutes and I'll just ask you a series of questions where I can just get to know you and hold space for you. I know a lot of the times in motherhood we can feel so isolated, so unseen and unsupported at times. So if you are needing someone to just hear you out, I'm your girl. Um, This is completely confidential. There's no offering or business offering within this call. This is simply me just holding the space for you and getting curious with you the women that have gone through the coffee date with me that have survived the coffee date. Oh my God, the way I just said that. The women that have um, taken advantage of doing the coffee dates have really come to some beautiful conclusions about who they are, what they want, um, setting boundaries, all these beautiful realizations. So there's nothing like talking it out with your girlfriends. So let me be one of them and go ahead and schedule a call down in the show notes. I always forget what that's called. I always want to say description. I guess it is a description. Anyway, I'm going to stop. Let's get started with setting intentions for 2024. Okay, so number one is I think about how I always feel this time of year. So I've noticed the last couple of years, um, I have not felt the urge to start my New Year's resolutions on January 1st. Personally, we and my family celebrate Christmas and we start on November 1st. And honestly, we're still watching Christmas movies at this point. So we love Christmas around here, but it is a very busy, tiring time. And by the time Christmas comes, I am ready to enter my wintering phase. And so that's something that I really want you to sit with is I think a lot of us, because we live in this collective 
like we use the collective calendar, which says like, it's the new year, it's time to get started and, you know, da, 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 get going again. Um, this is again, like this idea of being busy, being productive, and it's not always of service to us to like, go, go, go all the time, especially as mothers. So I really want to invite you to like, sit with the idea of being in your winter. And that doesn't mean that we can't get started on doing things, which I will get into in, in the following steps. I have six steps for you today. So the first step is really about reflecting and even celebrating. A lot of people know that they should do this, but um, it can be hard to like remember even. I even have a hard time remembering what I did last year. And so I really, really had to sit and think about what did I do last year that I'm proud of myself for? And some of it was business related and how like I really showed up in my business a lot more. I launched Embodied Forces, which is my signature program all about emotional and energetic mastery so you can create a life that you love. And so I was really proud of myself for putting that out there because it was a scary thing for me. I know for some people that might not sound that scary, but it is scary when you have something that you're really passionate about and you're wondering if people will like it and da, da, da. So um, that was a big like hurdle for me. And the other thing is, is that I have really overcome some uh, like more interpersonal stuff, like setting boundaries. I've really felt like I've stepped into my power even more with speaking my truth to people who I need to confront about certain things, the way they make me feel, um, family members, friends, whatever, just being honest and truthful with people. And then the other thing is, is that I feel like I'm improving in terms of taking care of my my body and my mind and spirit and all that. So I, I just wanted to share that with you in case that kind of gives you guys some ideas about the things that you could celebrate, you know, maybe you were just a little bit calmer this year. Um, maybe you set some boundaries with people that you needed to set boundaries with. So I know that there is something to celebrate. There always is, no matter what, even in the hardest years and the hardest seasons of my life, there's always been something to celebrate. The next thing, number two, is that um, I wrote down the word purge. So I want you to actually think about what you want to stop doing. I think a lot of the times we immediately want to go to adding things to our to-do list. And a lot of the times this just creates like more, right? I think as mothers, we need to do less. <laughs> so what? think about some of the things that you want to stop doing. Maybe you want to stop doing having your kids do so many activities. Um, for some people, this works well, but for some, it's just, it's so dependent. For me, I have found that the sweet spot for my kiddo is two activities a week. So on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we have extracurricular activities and she's happy, I'm happy, and it's not too much, it's not too little. It's just the right amount. She was really getting into gymnastics, which is nice because um, you know, she may not stick with it forever, but it's nice to see her really focused and excited about something instead of it being like, okay, like we got to try everything. Anyway, that's a whole subject in itself. Of course, another thing for myself is that I want to stop scrolling Instagram. I think that's um, probably a goal for a lot of people. I think that for me, I'm so ADD and 
it's really distracting for me. And I also find that it kind of puts me into a lack mentality because I see what other people have going on. And then I kind of feel like I should be doing that too. And I feel like I just don't want the negative effects of Instagram and, and TikTok and stuff. So I'm kind of working out a plan to take that off of my plate, whether that's getting a virtual assistant or maybe taking it off my phone, except for like when I need to go schedule posts and whatnot. So just still kind of figuring that, but I'm writing it down. And then the other thing is, is that I want to stop hanging out with people that drain my energy. And there's definitely a list. Not actually, there isn't really a list. There's like one or two people. <laughs> uh, yeah, just sort of purging people that are not contributing. It's not mutually beneficial. So yeah, any energy suckers, getting rid of energy suckers in my life. I'm sorry, I said I have six tips for you and I actually only have five because... I wrote down the wrong numbers. Okay, so tip three is I want to invite you to sit with your authentic self. So however you like to do that, maybe you sit in meditation or maybe you go for a walk or a hike or something, but whatever you could be, whatever would help you to like tap into that most authentic version of yourself and Maybe you're not feeling what that really is right now because I know that motherhood can be so exhaustion, exhaustion, <laughs> exhausting that um, sometimes we lose connection with that. So I just want to honor all that. But let's say you knew. Let's say um, you knew. So with that, uh, I want to I want to invite you to journal on that. Can you describe who this person is? Can you describe who she's being like? How is she dressing? How is she walking? How is she talking? How is she spending her time? How does she spend her money? Um, how is she making money um, if she's making money? Um, and yeah, all those things. So I want to invite you to do that. And then I want you to pick four of those things. Like what four really stand out to you? And this is all, again, all invita invitational, but this is how I'm doing it. So so you pick those four things and then each quarter of the year, you're going to focus on that one thing. So mine was dance, water, fashion, and travel. And so depending on like what you have going on throughout your year, you got to figure out like when the best time would be to focus on that. And it doesn't mean that like you'll only do that one thing for that one quarter, but it just means that like that's going to be your number one priority right now. It doesn't mean that like... I won't be drinking water at all during the other quarters. <laughs> but so like for this first quarter, I'm really focusing on dance. It's a part of my focus with being in school. For those of you that don't know, I'm a grad student at California Institute of Integral Studies studying expressive arts therapy. And so um, dance is going to be my primary modality that I'm going to focus on for expressive arts. And so I really want to lean into that early on this year as I return to school just here next week, actually. And then I wrote down water. So I think in the spring, I'll really be focusing on drinking enough water. Um, it seems so simple, right? But like, how would I do that? I would set a timer, you know, um, for my dance class, like I schedule the dance classes out. Um, I get booked in their fashion. Um, I think I actually plan to focus on fashion in the fall, whereas uh, travel, I'll probably be focusing that on that over the summer. And so, yeah, just picking those four things and thinking about which quarter of the year would be a good time for you to focus on 
doing those things. And so with that, going on to step four, um, I want you to think about also one big goal, like something that would feel kind of hard, but possible. <laughs> For me, that is to hike sisters, the South Sisters in Central Oregon. Um, I used to live in Central Oregon and it's so beautiful and I have not hiked much around there, but just a little bit. Um, never was I in good enough shape to do anything as intense as the South Sisters. And so my husband has, he grew up in Central Oregon and he knows that I have a dream that someday I want to hike Mount Shasta. So he was like, why don't you make a goal to do um, South Sisters this year? And so that's my big goal, which means that I want to walk uphill or like at an incline on the treadmill at least five days a week. So it's really, really simple. After that, um, step five would be to make a to-do list. So from there, you know, maybe it's like, okay, I need to schedule my dance classes. Um, I don't really need to do much for water, but maybe I need to order a fancy water bottle for travel. Maybe I can start uh, researching and exploring, but also you could save that focus for that quarter, but you're just sort of making the to-do list. Again, it's not like you don't get to focus on all of these things at the same time, but it's more of just like spreading it out and creating that spaciousness so that it can feel more realistic to accomplish what you're wanting to accomplish. Um, one of which is to just like be more of yourself, right? Because by being more of yourself, you, everything else falls into place. Your life becomes what you want it to be. Um, you get to be surrounded by those that have the same interests of, as you. Everything just sort of magically starts to happen, I swear. And so, yeah, making that to-do list, um, to get back to making the to-do list, it's really about like uh, getting what you need in order to like make these sort of essentially micro habits happen. So, yeah, that's really it. I'm keeping it super simple. Of course, I have so many other things in mind because I am an overachiever and um, I'm an overachiever at heart, but an underachiever in reality. So I think just keeping things simple is so important. I love the idea of spaciousness too and feeling like I'm actually doing the thing that I want to do because I didn't jam pack my life with goals and things that I was supposed to do to have like 5 million things like work out for an hour every day and drink a million gallons of water and all this stuff, which is great if that works for you. But for me as a busy mom and being in grad school too and working, I mean, I still want to be a person that accomplishes things um, on top of what I'm already working hard towards to be a good mom, to be my most authentic self, to finish grad school. You know, I just think be realistic with your goals. Give yourself the space by scheduling one thing each quarter and maybe one big thing for the year. I hope that you found this helpful. Please send this to someone if they need to hear how simple setting goals for the new year could be for them. And um, please share on Instagram. Go ahead and tag me. And don't forget to subscribe and like this video if you are watching over on YouTube. 
I so appreciate you and I'll talk to you in the next one. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed the episode as much as I enjoyed sharing it with you. If you found this episode helpful in any way, I want to invite you to send it to someone who would benefit from it. Also, consider leaving a rate and review for the podcast as it really does help the podcast get to the top of the recommendations list so that even more people can get on the self-love train. Come follow me over on Instagram and TikTok at forthelove.of.self. That's at forthelove.of.self. Shoot me a message and let me know what your favorite takeaways were. I love meeting new people and watching them grow. And thank you again so much for tuning in today as it really is an honor to be here with you. We'll catch you in the next one. Oh, and of course, don't forget to subscribe.